Everybody, welcome to Brine Time, the weekly podcast where we delve real deep into science fiction magazines. I love the Matrix. That's all that comes to my mind when I think of science. Just fiction. science fiction. In just general. Neo. Just, just, just Keanu ne- Reeves. That makes red, sense. And red and blue pills. Yeah. And Morpheus. Yeah. And cool gla- sunglasses that somehow stay on your nose with no ear looper thingies. What would the Matrix be without the sunglasses? <laughs> just a lame. Techno club be point break. Yeah, it'd be point break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really it. Uh, how you doing, bud? I'm good. Oh, we're here to talk about the Portland Pickles. Yeah, they, I think they know by now. Maybe but it's just know. a fun little. Well, no, because we probably got new listeners every week. I hope so. We just did a uh, big promo tour, <laughs> and by promo tour, I mean we got on stage at Pickle Fest, which happened out at uh, the Walk mm-hmm. on Saturday, and Jeremiah got up there and was like, "Hey, Pickle Nation." You guys know there's a podcast about the pickles. And then, you know, people were like, Yeah, I kind of do, actually. Yeah, and sure. then, uh, there was a few guys who were yeah, like, Yeah, we do. And he yeah. was like, Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, I said, uh, like one line, I was like, Hey, okay, well, we got this band we're going to do. Give it up for Taco Cat from Seattle. And then we get off stage and we have all these flyers and they are primed. They're like hungry for a piece of paper with the information on where they can get this podcast. Jeremiah hits the clown running. He's just like high fiving people. Look, come on, listen to our podcast. And I and I went up to the first guy. He goes, Hey man, I already listened to you. <laughs> and then I went up to another person, they didn't want it. And I had a major panic attack. <laughs> an absolute horrific <laughs> panic attack that all my worst fears of like, I'm not gonna have any friends, no one will ever love me. Nothing's this was gonna it. go right. It was happening. It was I was like these people all hate me and they love Jeremiah and I and I just kind of basically beeline to the back of Picklefest and I found Liam I was like I can't do this man I don't know I hope Jeremiah gets it done I can't do this and you came back and you had no flyers no flyers and I was like I just looked at you like a kid who broke a window like (laughs) busted a ball through granny's window and I just gave him you he's like oh no one's biting I was like I think it's just your time to do this (laughs) and you gave him all oh you still have all the flyers yeah you gave them all out almost yeah you killed it I was so glad you were there people were excited you're our definite like alpha. You're you're a type A. I'm not. Ah, uh, yeah. You're type yeah. A. When you want, I, and I've noticed about you, you're like, yeah, well, let's just do it. And I'm just like, I don't know, man. I just, and you're just like, no, dude, we'll just get on stage and do it. I was like, okay. And then that flyer thing, dude. You're just like, take this, take this flipping flyer. And then I was just like, well, I don't know if people. I listen. said that directly. That's a direct <laughs> yeah, quote to this, a couple take people. This take this flipping <laughs> flyer. <laughs> Welcome to Pickle Fest. Take this flipping flyer now. And uh, I was just like, I can't do it, man. I, I can't do it. That's why we're a team, bro. I know. It's so funny. It's just like weird that like... We did it. We stand-up it. comedy. I could have done a set in front of those people and been fine. But for some that reason... fun, actually. That, yeah. oh, we would have crushed. They were. They we would have riffed us. on the pickles and beer and their drunkenness and Taco Cat, which is a weird... I don't know. It's not totally erotic, but it was kind of an erotic band name. They were kind of hot. They were a hot band. Yeah. They were all attractive people. Yeah. They were. Big, tall dude who threw out the first pitch. He was like a hot surfer. Yeah, Steve. 
Yeah. <laughs> You're so good with names, too. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that was Pickle Fest. We were out there, and you guys are going to hear more. We got some audio from out there. And there's mm-hmm. more just hijinks and stories. Yeah, a lot of hijinks. Pickle Fest was fun. Pickle Fest was a blast. But let's talk about what happened this previous week. Yeah, um, the Pickle Report. So our boys are back to mashing. Yeah. They made the playoffs. They lost a couple after that. Yeah, they took, you know. And they, they lost like a Gresham Grey Wolves game here. Uh, but then they're like, you know what? It's time. It's time. So they uh, they were playing Walla Walla, the sweets. The old sweets. Yep. And, uh, old onion breaths. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good heckle. Yeah. Hey, onion breath. Hey, onion breath. What'd you have for lunch? Doesn't seem like there's too many layers to you, bro. Not much to peel away. Not much to peel away. You're all surface. So what happened? Did they win all of them? Uh, yes. Yeah, well, they took no, they the didn't. series. They took the series. Yeah. They won the first game, Mikey Perez. Two out. Go ahead, three-run home run in the bottom of the eighth inning. 10-7 win in front of a sellout crowd. 23-47. Tuesday night. That's dope, too, that people come out and like sell on a Tuesday. I yeah. still I, I get a real big kick out of that. They lost uh, the second game 2-1, to one, and then Thursday night, which was Blazers night, which we were there for, and our homeboy Shane Brendan of Blazers Outsiders. Those Give a shout-out to those guys. Check their yeah, show Joe out. Yeah, Joe, Dan. Joe and Dan. Uh, super fun show. Uh, they all threw out uh, a first pitch, and I, I harassed Shane a little bit because Shane was definitely a ball. Yeah. He threw it high for sure. He didn't sure. bounce it, though. He didn't bounce it. He wasn't 50 cent. And then there um, was that weird hit-by-pitch thing that we still oh, don't know what was, was happening that was the weirdest. There. So after they threw out the first pitch – Remember how I talked about on the pod? Oh, I didn't talk about this on the pod, did I? Or I did. Yeah, about how they should, they should do, do a home uh, first home run and yeah. have some guy just come up and match Ceremonial it. first. Yeah, yeah. So Dinger. we're sitting there and they go like, hey, well, this guy from whatever Drive 105 is here and he's told his listeners uh, he's going to get hit by a pitch. Oh. And I was like, what? And yeah, so they like put. HBP. Yeah. Here it comes. And so they put out. It's a much better Robert. And I can't remember. Yeah, but I was doing the radio. Drive, what do you know? <laughs> drive, 105. Hey, guys, yeah, I'm pretty wacky. You goked me out at the Pickles game getting hit by a pitch. I'm one tough buddy, and I know that's why you listen to me. Anyways, back to the weather. Anyways, so he's out there in the batter's box, and they put our starting pitcher out. I don't remember who was starting that night. And they're just like, I don't even know if this guy knew he was supposed to do it. He looked confused, and the announcer, Robert's just like, all right, just give him one. <laughs> give him the high heat. Yeah, and the kid's like, you know, every instinct, A, as a pitcher, but B, just as a human, is like, I'm not going to throw the ball at this guy I I've never met. Guy. He bounced it. like he, he he was like trying to hit him like maybe, kind of in, the foot. maybe in the butt or, yeah. the foot or something. But he was clearly, because it's like, what are you going to just throw the gas, dude? And like really, you could break a dude's jaw if you miss. Yeah. It was It, it was, was so weird. strange. It was probably the worst promo I've ever seen in any sport. I mean, (laughs) if there's a guy out there who's like, hey, we're going to put this guy in the net, no pads, slap shot all night. Like, that's it. That's the only worst that you could do. It was kind of, yeah, it was like someone lost a bet. Yeah. It was like kind of a jackass moment kind of thing where they're like, hey, just stand in there and this guy's going to peg you. But it was like, no one else was in on the joke. And And so it was like, well, this is weird. No fan was like, Blood through. It was just like, dude, I hope this guy doesn't get hurt. Kill this, him. Is, yeah, like, this is creepy. And so he eventually bounces it and hits him on the foot. And then they kind of have to be like, I guess that was, you know, like they just had to give up on it. Yeah. Um, but but Blair, then, yeah, yeah, Pickles killed it 12 to nothing. And, and I got was, my Dill City hat. We got our Dill City hats. Dill City hat. Crossover. Yeah. And that was super fun. The whole night was really cool. They had a lot of, they had a lot of cool stuff going on. They, yep. There was the um, courtside reporter lady was there. Yep. And then. 
Blaze was there. Yeah. It was fun. They had a, they, they really did a good job with yeah. that promotion. It was pretty cool. And then they had a weekend series, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, which they swept. Against uh, two? I hate you. Uh, Kel, Kelwana. Kel, Kelwana? Nope. Kel, Kelowana. Kelowana. Kelowna. Oh, yeah. It's so medical. It sounds like a Kelowna. <laughs> it sounds like a, what Kelowna. you Kelowna. Hey, we're here at Kelowna. Okay. The Kelowna Just, Falcons. Uh, like, like you're saying clown. Like Kelowna. <laughs> Kelowna. <laughs> Kelowna. Kelowna. Falcons. So they yeah. swept them 10 3, 5 2, and 8 3. Uh, I don't know if Liam is going to be able to drop any audio. I don't know if we had it. Uh, at one point, we got ignored by the entire team as they walked yeah. by. They oh, pulled yeah, up I've in a that. hockey bus. You got yes. some of that audio? Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, so you'll yeah. hear maybe here, maybe Liam will drop it in somewhere else. But They pulled up in a hockey bus yeah. from Canada. And it I was like, you guys know, are you the same team? Yeah. Do they just give you guys pads and sticks and they send you out some, there in the wintertime? Some of those guys were pretty they big. They were big, yeah. They were big and dudes, dude, I was yeah. like, hey, anybody want to get interviewed? And it was just like pff, walking to death row. They were like, no. Nah, Do you want me to hit you with this bat? Yeah. Yeah. They were not into it. And yeah. uh, so that was that. Uh, so Pickles won four in a row in five of the last six into the All-Star game. Yeah, the All-Star games. They're doing the home run derby right as now, we probably. Speak. Yep. Yeah, they're hitting them out into the, the port at Port Angeles. Yep. So I was seeing that on Twitter, they have the way they're set up is like you actually hit it out into the water, and there's like nets and stuff. It's that's pretty, pretty cool. sweet. I was we were talking to a homeboy about that too. Yeah. So we have a number of all stars. Yeah. Sace, I believe. Yeah. Six. So we got our boy Joe, Gio Diaz. Yeah. Uh, which uh, he hit a homer the other day at Blazers night. Joey Cooper, Xander Clark, who rest in peace. Yeah. Xander Clark, for real, like we gotta give that dude some love. Uh, Xander Clark, if you don't know, uh, is no longer with the team because he got signed by the arrest. <laughs> he got arrested in a, and he fought a bear, and the bear lost. But he's going to jail. Uh, yeah, Peter got a hold of him. Yeah, Peter got a hold of him, and he's in animal jail now. Yep. So Xander Clark signed a he signed a major league contract signed a league with the contract. San Francisco Giants. Yeah, man. for real. Yeah. yeah, he plays for the Salem, uh, Salem Kaiser Volcanoes. Volcanoes. So they the, play the hops. Whoa. Yeah. In the Pacific Northwest. So this I was didn't just, know that. Yeah, this was just. Like late last week, like last Thursday, I saw it on Twitter, and he was gonna fly out to Arizona for a physical, and then he was gonna join the team on a Friday, and that's it. So his Portland Pickles career is officially over. This I'm was done. it. I'm glad we got him on. We did. We yeah. most timed yeah. that were, just about as well as we could have. Yeah. Because yep. then when him, we saw him on Thursday, he wasn't playing. Yeah. And, and I said that I was like, kind of like, hmm. that's weird. Why is he not playing? And he was clearly just like, I'm not gonna get injured before I do yeah. the next step in baseball. So that's uh, like, I mean, for. I mean, I mean that, that's his kid's dream. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. That's awesome. You know, we sent him with on the road with a couple Takate lights. Yeah, and uh, he'll have fond memories of Portland. And we're we're gonna make a little road trip, maybe down and go go razz him a little bit. Maybe yeah. give him some business. Or if they come up to the come up to play the hops, uh, we'll go check him out. But yeah, hats off to Xander Clark. Uh, that's that's sure. that's absolutely amazing that you got to do that. And I hope you continue on that journey. But we have three more All Stars: Brad McVay, who we met. While well, he was shagging flies in the outfield before the game the other mm-hmm. night, that was fun, right? Uh, Connor Pellerin of Tulane, and then Michael Newstrom, yeah, Washington former, State Coug. Yeah, so six of them, and uh, happy with those guys who made the made it. They have an excellent team this year, and they deserve to be represent, well represented in the All Star game. So yeah, that was a pickle report. It was kind of long. There's a lot going I on. I mean, it took me five minutes to say that Canadian town, which I still don't know how to say. <laughs> But, you know, whatever. We're comics. We we jib and we jab. We move around. 
These guys are huge. Whoa, man, you guys are not fucking around. Jesus Christ. Aren't you guys on that other hockey team? Do you guys want to be, anybody want to be interviewed by the opposing team's media? Yeah, come on, Bring man. Bring it over here, buddy. Come on. How's Canada treating you guys? All right. You guys all right? Why are you so much bigger than our team? You're massive. Nice mustache. That guy is absolutely huge. And then there's a normal size guy at the end. Were there no baseball buses in Canada? Why do you have a hockey bus? We want to know about the hockey bus. Man, being ignored by a Cana- an entire baseball team. None of those crazy. kids are Canadian, though. Yeah, it's time for Pickle of the Week. Uh, every week we highlight a player from, from the Pickles baseball team, and then we also uh, will also eat an edible pickle that's usually delicious. We don't do unedibles. No. We don't do those unedible arrangements. No. But those uh, eggs from last week? So far the most unedible. In fact, not edible. Yeah, not good. I still have a large amount of them in my fridge. I'm just going to throw them in the garbage. Maybe I'll put them in a free box. This is Portland. I'll put them in the free box and put them out. They're already brined, dude. This is hot now. But your lady, your lady hasn't gone through the. She ate one actually. She was like, "Yep," and she was like, "Nope." You can go ahead and throw those in the garbage. (laughs) I don't want those. Yeah, all the rest of the pickles. I've been bringing them home. She's like, "God, we have all these pickles in the fridge now because Jake and I we can't eat all of them." And she's and I'm alone. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, these are good." (laughs) You know, she's really enjoyed a lot of them. And then I, you know, I brought home like a like 14 ounce thing of. Pickled, pickled eggs. eggs. Oh, and she was like, "Oh, uh, this is disgusting." That was, that was definitely like the taste at the time. I was like a little vinegary, but it uh, it was a gut bomb. Yeah, it, it was really like it sat. It really stomach. hurt my stomach. <laughs> I later on was I was regretful of that. Yeah. But anyway, we'll get to the pickle. But let's talk about Brad McVeigh. Pickle was a pickle of the week, man. This guy, he's one of our starting pitchers, or just our pitcher, I guess. But he has started three games. Yeah, and it's is, a little different in the on the pickles because they kind of rotate between. Yeah, starters and uh, bullpen guys, but yeah, they're just kind of all over the place. Yeah, but yeah, he's definitely getting his innings. Uh, we had a chat with him uh, at Pickle Fest. Nice guy, local guy from Milwaukee, Oregon. Yeah, his host family is is his family. Yeah, oh, yeah. So that was fun. We're like, so will they just let you stay with somebody else if you don't like your dad or something? And he was like, no, I still have to stay with my parents. But, yeah. Uh, you know, he's a young kid. He's just. I think he said he was just 20. He's a sophomore. Yeah, because he can't go out to the bars and stuff. He was big on the old Xbox in the hotel room. Yeah. He's like, we take the Xbox with us. We have yeah. a good time. Yeah. And just a really nice kid. And, yeah, I mean, he's 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 4-0. He's got a .66 ERA. The kid just, you know, and he didn't he didn't get a lot of innings at University of Portland last year. As a freshman, though. Yeah, exactly. So he's, he's really coming into his own. And, yeah. you know, think of the value that has for a college kid. Especially yeah, when you didn't get a lot of time your yeah, year, and you're going to come out summer team West Coast League, play a lot of innings, get a lot of reps. Yeah, play against competition that you'll go probably. You know, some of these guys obviously he's playing with who will be his opponents, and right. then also obviously playing against guys. Uh, yeah, a lot of Pac-12, a lot of West Coast Conference kids yeah. in the West Coast League, and so yeah, Brad McVeigh, man, you're a stud. Yeah, you're, we salute you. Tip of the hat, baby. Tip of our pickle hat. So what do we got to eat today? Well, I figured since we had a local boy as our pickle of the week, we'd get some local pickles. And I stopped by a nice food co-op on the way here. Appreciate that. Where I did not fit in at all. Um, Let's just say they asked the guy behind me if he had a membership card so that he could get a discount. Nobody asked me. Nope, they just already knew that I was not a member. They're like, oh, yeah, this guy, he doesn't belong here. 
Uh, they, get him they, out of here. Yeah, get him out. What does he want? Pickles? Okay. I, I don't know. He's got a collared shirt on. And I, With I can't a sports see team his, on it. I can't see his navel. There was a lot of navels in there. I saw a lot of navels. Hey, dude. Portland summertime. It's guy navel. It's girl navel. It's all types of navel. There was okay. a lot. There was a lot. You know, I'd show mine off if I uh, had one. Had one. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Gonna, I'm, I'm I just gonna... go from ribs to hips. <laughs> I was adopted. I've got zero midsection. Uh, <laughs> Yet I'm still six two. It's insane. My mom. When I was a kid, my mom convinced us that she, because she was adopted, which is true, that she didn't have a belly button. She's like, yeah, the adopted kids just don't have belly buttons, yeah. and we bought it. We were like, oh, oh well, man. I guess that makes sense. I mean, it took us a while, but we figured it out. But yeah. Just last year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to crack these. We got some Oregon Brine Works Farm Fresh Ferments. These are garlic dill pickles. They're organic. They're, uh, you know, they're all the things. They're gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, vegan, probiotic, raw, fermented. How is this, How are some of these? This is just adding labels. Where do you get a non-vegan pickle? Can I smell that? Yeah. It's garlicky. It's garlicky. You want to come in here? Oh, I'm getting one. Yeah, come on in, Bob. Oh, of course they put the top one sideways so you can't get it out. Honestly, the worst part of Pickle of the Week is one of us having to dig our grimy, dirty fingers into a pickle jar, and then the rest of the guys have to get it after them. That's the nastiest part of this whole segment. There we go, buddy. Uh, Grab it. Thank you. Here, cheers, cheers, cheers. Garlic pickle, pickle of the week. Here we go. Let's do this. Brad McVeigh, we salute you. Oh, that's raw garlic, baby. Oh, mm, wow. That is garlicky. Mm-hmm. Woo. My gosh, it's like biting into a clove. Yeah, it's pretty hardcore on the garlic. It's that, good, though. It's tasty. It's like I'm, a garlic-flavored pickle. Yeah. Well, it is a garlic flavored pickle. It, <laughs> but it literally like, says that on the jar. <laughs> but it really. Okay, crunch. Loving the crunch. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm. I. I firmly established myself is, if it's a chewy pickle, I'm not into it. Jake likes a cold, crunchy pickle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there were pickles on the on the shelf there, and I went to the refrigerated section. Just and I'm me. telling you, I appreciate that, bro. Just based on what I'm, they weren't cheap. Let's put it that way. I got you. I should have been a member of the. So I asked the guy behind you, like, "Hey, you want these pickles in your jar?" Yeah, I'll, I'll throw you the cash for them. Well, for what they are, what do you think? I'd say that's probably a double A. That's a good pickle. It's a good pickle. It's like the garlic is so out front that it's kind of hard to enjoy it as a pickle because you really. It's just so garlic. It's, it's too garlic. It's too garlicky for me. Yeah, yeah it is I mean, I, I love and I garlic. love garlic. Yeah, That's the thing. Yeah. I really do. But like, it's got to complement, not force its way through. And this yeah. is just like it's just leading with the garlic. It's like they just turned a pickle into a garlic. And then you get a little pickle aftertaste. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'll say double A. It's good. Yeah. Maybe single A. It's it's kind of riding that. The more like the aftertaste now, I'm like yeah, single A. All right. I don't well. Love it. I don't love it. I don't love it. That was Pickle of the Week. Garlic edition. Garlic edition. What's up, boss? You want to be interviewed? You sure? You're, I know you're a opposing player. What's your name? Okay. <laughs> Wants no part. Wait, it's on his backpack. Just kidding. So that was uh, one of the... Uh, Kelowna. Kelowna Eagles. Falcons. Falcons, who was... <laughs> Real nervous to get a mic stuck Real in his face. Real hesitant. Uh, yeah.
Not into it. Everybody, we want to thank our sponsor, Portland Design Works. Uh, Portland Design Works designs beautiful, simple gear for everyday cycling and encourages you to ride your bike to the Pickles game out at the walk. With the Pickles becoming more popular and popular every day, it's getting tough to find parking. We've uh, found that out personally. Uh, ride your bike out and roll up to the gate. I do it, you know, about half the games. Uh, if Jeremiah's like, hey, I can't pick you up, and I'm like, hey, I don't have a car. I'm going to bike out there. I do that. We met uh, the owner of Portland Design Works, Eric Olson. We chatted with him. Super friendly guy. Really awesome guy. We yeah. had a good time. Uh, he's a Minnesota boy, just like myself. So we, mm-hmm. uh, we hockey fan like hockey me, fan like Jeremy, fan like yeah, us. like us. It was great. So he was a super friendly guy. Really want to thank him uh, for doing this. They got a lot of great stuff. I'm getting, I'm lucking out because I'm getting a bunch of dope stuff. We got the King Dinger Bell. Uh, so I'll finally be heard instead of having to do the high-pitched banshee scream that I do to let people know I'm on the left. I've and, heard that. Yeah. yeah, you have heard that. And uh, going to get some LED lights from them to to make my my safety enhanced. So check out all the goods at ridepdw.com. And Pickles fans, Brine Time people, you guys get 20% off when you use the code Brine Time, all one word, B-R-I-N-E-T-I-M-E, at checkout. And thanks again to Portland Design Works. Go Pickles. It's that time again for Inside the Jar, where we interview a member of Pickle Nation. Uh, this week, got a special dish. Doing something a little different. Because we were out at Pickle Fest, as we mentioned earlier. The uh, the party that happened out there uh, Saturday, uh, this previous Saturday, out the walk. Uh, they had some bands, as we told you guys before. Jeremiah and I got on stage. I had a massive panic attack. It was a good time. It was they a great have, time. They didn't have any pickles. They didn't have any pickles they at the ran Pickle out. Fest. Yeah, yeah. They had we got heckled pickles. by Joey Cooper, which was fun, yeah. on the outside. When we were on stage, he goes, boo this podcast. And yeah. I thought that was right on. I like that. I asked him to hit me a home run, and he said he was only bunting. I'm only bunting yeah. today, bud. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, disappointing. So you're going to hear uh, a few people. We just Yeah, we did some like a little man on the street thing. We yeah. called some people over during the fest and we talked to a kid who had just gotten a job uh, there, kind of just Yeah, one of the concession workers. Run around, talk to uh Alan, uh one of the owners, good friend. He's in from Texas, kind of mm-hmm. just hanging out for Pickles Fest. Um and then we just met some fans, a couple couple ladies coming out who are who had just kind of started following the Pickles this year. So it was a good kind of cross section, I would say of inside and outside the organization folks enjoy well we're here at the pickle fest out at walk the walk pickle fest uh, yeah. it's uh it's pretty sweet it's kind of like a they got a little area sectioned mm. off where they have music bands, beer. a ton of beer hot dogs and then we got all these like fans running around you want to be interviewed for a podcast yeah. all right come on over come on over what's your name connor, connor. i thought that said potter Okay. I mean, I can be Potter. Do you want me to be Potter? Do you want me to be Potter? No, well, you can be Connor. Okay, thank you. I appreciate All right. that. So, Connor, what's your story, man? Are you a po- you're a Portland local, I assume? No, actually, I'm from Texas. So, I just got here like a month and a half ago. For this job? Yeah, just for this job. Is it a like an internship thing or is it a... Nope, nope. I just work here and I hang out. Um, I have some connections with people up here. Um, so, back in Texas, I'm involved in an organization um, and we know someone who knows someone who was like hey we're looking for people to come work and come hang out come work in portland and i was like that sounds phenomenal because i love the port the portland area so are you who are you staying with here 
Uh, I stay with some people that I know. Um, they're just some people that I've known for a little while. So. Wow. Yeah. And Absolutely. so this job ends, I assume, when the season ends, right? Yep. And yep. then you're going back to Texas? I'm going back to Texas. So it's a summer job for you. It's a summer job. Yep. How have you enjoyed the job? I've loved it. Portland is one of my favorite places, really the Pacific Northwest as a whole. Um, it's also, even though it's like 95 degrees here right now, it's still, still cooler Texas, than dude. Texas. Oh, my goodness. It's like 110 back home right now, Oof. at least. And are you a baseball fan? I, I do like I do like baseball. I, I'm the kind of person that I will watch any sport that you want me to watch as long as it's in person. And I will enjoy okay. it, and I will have a great time, and I will get into it, and I will do whatever because it's fun. Well, cool, man. Well, thanks for jumping on. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Nice to meet you. It is. It is hot out here. I'll tell you that, folks. We're doing the Lord's work, podcasting in the sun. You guys want to be interviewed on a Portland Pickles podcast? You want to talk about your experience with the Portland Pickles? Have you guys been before? Yes, it's our third game. Oh, okay. So you you've been around the team. You've been all the games have been this season. Well, and you know what? And when they first came out before the stadium was built, mm-hmm. they had a little trailer out here, and we read this little thing, and we were like, "Yes, they're going to be building a baseball stadium in Lentz." Yeah. And so um, we were hoping to move into the area at that time. We rushed over and we got a free sweatshirt and a uh, hat and a t-shirt and got away. And then that year we never we didn't go to any of the games that season. We just things happened and we didn't we didn't it go. It goes by fast. It's two months, man. You got to get on it. Get yeah, while the getting's good. And everybody that I know is going to pickles, and I'm like, hey, that's not fair. We've always wanted to go, so this year it's our third game. Like we're not going to Michael Franti this week. No. no, but I'll tell you what, the local uh, bands here are amazing. We've got. I've, we've got vinyl. We've got CDs from Vortex. So Pickle Fest is, is a success in your book. You're it your is. fans. There's only one thing that's missing, and I'll tell you right now. They ran out of fried pickles. How wrong is that? Yeah, we were a little disappointed it's in the lack of... sin against humankind, I'll tell you that. Man, it is. I'm very disappointed. But, uh, yeah, go Pickles. Go Pickles. Thank All you. Right. Go Thanks. Pickles. Thank you, guys. See, those ladies needed a little pull-in. They were like, are you going to... She did this. She was like, are you going to talk to us? I was like, yeah. hey, you want to be interviewed? Yeah. I'm just saying. Throwing a little shade on my approach here. I know, Jake. I'm, I'm sorry. Constantly belittling you. Um, Anybody want to be interviewed on a Portland Pickles podcast? How, uh, introduce yourself so people know who we're talking to. My name is Steve. My last name is Bivens. And you're in from Dallas, Texas, right? Dallas, Dallas, Texas, yeah. And what are you doing here? I'm just hanging out. I yeah? came here for Pickle Fest and brought my wife. You know, so yeah. can you say wife one more time? Wife. Okay. <laughs> I thought you had a, I thought you had a Texas twang for a second. Kind of yeah, you got a little bit. I like it. I was hoping for non-regional diction, but you know, <laughs> there's yeah. a little twang, just a little. But it's noticeable. And that dude. Pickle fast. Pickle fast. Yeah, pickle that's fast. what we're doing. What so are you, you doing? You came in here with your wife. I brought in with my wife. Wife. There you go. And my cowboy hat's at home. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for talking. Uh, how is Pickle Fest yeah, been though? Do you, you like the beers? You like the bands? What's going on? Well, so far I love the band, uh, and then secondly, I'm about to you know cruise up there and try some beers out. So I haven't been able to partake just yet. I'm just gonna give you a high five. I don't know. Anytime a guy says, "This is that partake. regional diction," we're like, "What are we doing here?" He's yeah. like, "In Dallas, we shake hands and yeah, duel and, and like and a d- man." Exactly. So bring it down here. No, oh, you go got a dude. You have a Dallas, Texas grip. I know. My God, I'm looking you in the eye. Yeah, we have a deal. I'm gonna go drink beer. I'm gonna, gonna go drink, drink beer. beer is the deal. Right. Wow. 
It's time for Inside Inside Baseball. One of my, it's my favorite. That's probably my favorite segment. Yeah, I, like I really like Inside. I'm inside learning baseball. so much. I came to this podcast an alien about this sport. I never played. I never seen. I never saw. But now here I am, a resident expert. You're a real boy. I'm a real boy. Turned into a real boy. You're my Geppetto. So we wanted, to, you know, Liam. You're my cricket. Because sometimes, <laughs> sometimes Jake and I are at a baseball game, and I'll ask him a question, or I'll I'll make a statement. And, and I'll go, say, Papa, I don't know. And you go, what the hell does that mean? Like the you don't assume the double play thing the other yep. day. And well, I was like, like, I don't know what that means. And it's like, well, it's a fielder's choice because you don't assume that they're going to I knew get the it was a fielder's choice, but I was like, why is it that? And you're like, well, because you never assume the double play. And I was like, fair enough. Right. So so another one. So here's one. Like, do you know what uh, do you know what I mean when I say the Mendoza line? Yeah, it's a band. It is. It's an alt rock band, but that's not that's not the baseball term. Oh, then no. Okay. So the Mendoza line. Is it's basically anybody hitting under two hundred? Who's Mendo- who was Mendoza? Um, he was a baseball player. He was a catcher for who in the fifties? Was Mar- he the first no, guy he was to a shortstop? Was he f- the first guy to bat under two hundred for his career? Are you talking or a season? His career batting average was two fifteen. So, but when they're talking about the Mendoza line, it's anybody who currently has an average at two hundred. Yeah. Okay. So basically, it's like the idea that. Your defensive skills can be really good, but if you're not batting over 200, then it's hard for a team to, to legitimately give you a spot on the team. So it usually they usually use it to refer to shortstops and catchers. Can I veer off for a second? Yeah. Why? I've heard this before. Why are certain positions in baseball expected not to hit as well as others? Or like you know how they'll say like yeah he's kind of like they'll be like he, there's not as much power at third base as you'd like or whatever you know like yeah. why why would you expect a shortstop maybe not to hit as well as a first baseman or a whatever I don't know what what positions are usually the best hitters first basemen are usually the power good. guys yeah because they're big yeah and they don't have to field as much and yeah shortstops are usually smaller guys they're usually like typically shorter guys so maybe not power but like why are, let's say are their averages generally expected to be lower. Uh, just basically for that very reason, because they focus a lot on defense and catchers the same way. Like some catchers can mash. Yeah, they can. You know, but for the most part, it's like that the catcher's like, he's your field general. He's, he's the quarterback. People think the pitcher is important, but the catcher, the catcher is like really the guy who runs your defense. So just because like, they're basically saying like, Hey, they devote so much mental power to the defense that they lose out on. Well, and just, I mean, that's the thing is you can't. you can't have it all. I mean, yeah. it happens every now and then. Yeah. You know, there's a guy like Mike Trout who's like a really good center fielder and, you know, or like King Griffey or somebody that can like do everything. Do everything yeah. and also mash. You know, but for the most part it's like, hey, if you're a really good catcher and you understand what you're supposed to be doing as far as calling pitches and having a relationship with a pitcher and all of that stuff and, you know, framing pitches and all the things that catchers do. Yeah. You're you're probably not going to hit for average. Huh. It's just like you know, just okay. the, the way the world works, right? But they do have to hit above the Mendoza line to be worth keeping them around, basically. You definitely would hope so. 
Yeah, you don't see too many guys in the majors hitting below 200, right? Mm-hmm. You do actually. No, I've, what am I talking about? You definitely see guys in like 180s and stuff. Yeah, you you hope not. So where did it come from? So yeah, this guy Mario Mendoza played for the Pirates, played for my beloved Mariners, played for the Rangers, and he struggled at the plate. He was kind of known for being a tub, a sub 200 guy. Yeah. And his average would be sometimes in one eighties, one nineties. But he did have a career of over two hundred. His career was two fifteen. So yep. the Mendoza line was con- was created as a clubhouse joke among the players in nineteen seventy nine. In his clubhouse? <laughs> yeah. Ouch! Yeah, man. Man, that is kind of brutal. Well, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, you know what kangaroo court is, right? Yeah. Where like the players like in the clubhouse, like if you're do if you did something like you weren't supposed to do, then you get like fined. You know, like well, kangaroo court like, can also be like mob justice kind of stuff too. Well, yeah, but I'm saying yeah. in, the, in in baseball, yeah, yeah, kangaroo court is like, oh hey, you know, you struck out when we had the bases loaded, you owe, you know, you got to pay to the pot, yeah, yeah, kind of thing, yeah. And so, I mean, it's not, you know, this is sports, man. The and most this serious- is 1979 sports, so there yeah. was you the know. Mendoza line was also just how much coke you could do. Yes, <laughs> that's a Mendoza line right there. Hey, <laughs> oh, gosh. Jeez, Mendoza, slow down. We got a double header today. It's like, hey, man, I'm fine. It's like, no wonder you're hitting sub 200, dude. Can't tell the white from the white. So what happened was they were giving George Brett a hard time because he had a slow start. And they told him, hey, you're going to sink down below the Mendoza line if you're not careful. So then it was kind of mentioned to Chris Berman on ESPN. It became kind of a thing. vernacular. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I'm glad so, I know this. Mario Mendoza. George Brett was kind of the first guy to be like, hey, this is a thing. And you'll hear it, you know, like they, it's like a, it's definitely inside, inside baseball. Like, you know, what is the Mendoza line? And it's, it's basically saying, hey, this is a guy who has a lot of the tools that we want to have in a player. Except batting average. But he's not hitting for average right now. Yeah. And if he keeps dipping below that Mendoza line, you know, like a guy like Mike Zanino. For the Mariners, who was a who's a really good defensive catcher, like a really good defensive catcher, you know, didn't have a great average for a while. They sent him back down, and he he actually kind of got a swing together, and you know, had a good good year last year in June. So I mean, it's it's one of those things, man. There's there's a reason why there's five tools, and you got to have them all. List them. No, I can't. Okay. <laughs> Not for you, idiot. Anyways, well, let, let's let's end on a high note because uh, Mario Mendoza was inducted into the Mexican Professional Baseball Hall of Fame. Yeah, he was a really good shortstop. So, like, he it wasn't like he wasn't just crap. No, no, definitely not. That's probably why they felt okay they had to the liberty do it. Yeah. to pick on him. Cool. Well, thank you. Now I feel like one more step to I'm a human boy. We're gonna get there. Pickles, Geppetto. <laughs> Time for Ghost of Portland (laughs) Baseball Past. I'm your host, Jake Silberman of the Liam Flanagan Manor, here to tell you about a different team that was in Portland long ago is my co-host, Jeremiah Spooky Coughlin.
Yes. That's called improv, baby. No <laughs> one knew I was about to do that. Not even myself. That was very improv. Uh, yeah. And now I'm gonna, As in not that good. Now I'm going to yes and and yeah. say that this week we're going to talk about, not not particularly spooky, but the Portland Mavericks that we've all, uh, which both local teams are doing Maverick nights. Yeah, they where are. Where they dress up as the Mavericks. Yeah. Which is fun because uh, Jake and I, we're, you know, we're going to let the cat out of the bag. We did. We did go to a Hillsboro Hops game together. We wanted to see what it was like, you know. I wanted to know what what Xander Clark's competition was going to be like Mm. because he's going to play them. Yeah, and uh, we had a good time. We did, but there is a a, a, for sure. It's not as charming. I mean, it's just not as charming. I mean, there's just something like the Pickles has a spell. It's a neighborhood field. The Hops. It's out in Hillsboro. It's got that minor league, major league baseball Yeah, like, money. you know, yeah, yeah, for sure. A little more serious. The players' faces are a little more serious, except not when they're warming up because Jeremiah almost got dinged by a ball as the I warm-ups. Did. We were sitting in the bleachers, and uh, literally I was like, man, if if one of these guys misses, they were throwing, just warming up. Not even long toss. Just no, regular. just like five, tw- 10 feet from each other. And I was like, if one of these guys misses, we're probably going to get hit by a ball. And as I'm thinking that, the dude sailed it. <laughs> and it goes, ding, 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 ding. But Jeremiah... Got a ball. I did. Oh, nice. You didn't even get hit for it. So you, yeah. yeah, and there was no little kid around, so I yeah, had you no, didn't feel guilty. I taking had no it. guilt of being like, oh, does anybody need this? I was like, oh no, this is mine, and just, I never get, I never yeah. even get. So that was pretty balls. cool. So we went out there, and yeah, we uh, checked it out, and it was fun. You know, it was a, it was a good game. And Ag, it's funny, we had to leave it. early, and we went back to Jeremiah's house for me and caught the rest or caught the ninth on TV, and the hops blew it. And then they ended up winning it by a run. Seven to five in the 11th. It was a four-plus-hour game. Yeah. Oh, We went man. to the longest game ever. <laughs> yeah. And we only stayed for half of it. Yeah, we left in, like, the seventh inning after the seventh or something. So. But they're doing a night where they're doing a promo night where they're dressing up as the Mavericks. The, the Pickles are doing the same thing. Yeah. And so we're going to, you know, we're going to talk about the Portland Mavericks. And I know I've I've seen it. I know Liam's seen it with the Battered Bastards of Baseball. So, you know. Documentary you, on Netflix yeah, that if, I have not watched yet. If you have not, you know, anybody else out there. In Pickle Nation, if you haven't watched that movie, you should because it's very entertaining. It's worth it. There's a kid who used to be the bat boy for the team, and he says fuck a lot on the documentary. Yeah, and I don't know why. Uh, it just like <laughs> he just does. It's He's like got bat boy syndrome, it's, dude. <laughs> it's very casual. Um, but so if, if you don't know, from 1973 to 1977, the Portland Mavericks uh, were an independent team. They were not affiliated. Uh, but they played teams that were. This was before the Mariners were actually a major league team. So they played, they played a bunch of teams from around here. Um, they were really good. They had open tryouts, which was kind of part of like where the legend started. Was they had these open tryouts, um, and uh, people came from from far and wide to and try their to try yeah. their crack it to make uh, independent league ball, huh? Yeah. Well, and then, uh, you know, kind of one of the breaks that they caught was they got this Jim Bouton guy. So yeah. Jim Bouton uh, broke one of the unwritten rules, and he wrote a tell-all book about what kind of stuff goes on in the clubhouse. Like Bull, Bull Durham stuff? Like people snorting Mendoza lines and that kind of thing. Mm. And I mean, this is the 70s. Mm-hmm. And they kicked his ass out of Major League Baseball. Like, no one... Wait, wait. Oh, he wrote it while he was still playing? Yeah. Well, dude, that's your fault. Yeah. Not <laughs> you smart. always write that after you're done and the money's gone. Yeah. So That's your second money move. 
because idiot. Uh, you know, I mean, it wasn't like someone said, "Oh, hey, you're not a baseball player anymore." Like he just couldn't get a deal because they're like, "You're a snitch." Yeah. So you know, uh, the Mavericks were like, "Well, we we don't care. We need. They already know that we're knuckleheads, and we need an arm." And so you know, they brought him on, and they uh, they were pretty good. They were pretty good. Uh, you know, what's the uh, what's the uh, connection with the Russell family? So Bing Russell was yeah. the owner. So it was Kurt Russell was also he was on the team. But he yeah. So Kurt Actor. Russell was uh, yeah, but he was like a minor league baseball player. He was a stock car racer for a while. Like yeah. Kurt, Kurt Russell has like the most interesting life you've ever heard of. Wow. But yeah, he was a he was a good ball player. And so his uh you know, and it, this is all in the movie, but like Bing's childhood was he grew up around uh, the spring training camp of the Yankees as far as I know and became like really good friends with them. And then, uh, you know, he was an actor. Like, Bing Russell was on Bonanza. Yeah. And then once uh, acting kind of, like, petered out a little bit, he had these, like, instructional baseball, like, inside, inside, inside baseball, like, videos mm-hmm. that were, like... And Kurt was the, the, the guy who did all the drills. And, like, actual major league teams were using these videos... And so, I mean, he just kind of got it in his head, like, "Hey, I should, I should have a baseball team. We should do this." And so they came here, and they, you know, they were a bunch. It was, it was very much like I feel like the atmosphere we have out at the walk, where definitely it was, yeah. you know, I mean, they were they were weirdos, and we were having a good time, and you know, people were into it. Uh, you know, like if if you look at Wikipedia, it says their team colors were Streetwalker red, <laughs> Dig Black, and Snow White. So I mean that I, I how much more fun can it get than that? And um, they all just, had like long hair, and yeah. mustaches, and beards. They were not clean Smoking cut. They cigarettes, were, yeah, drinking beer. They were having a good time. Did they have an infamous two dollar beer night? Uh, I think it was probably cheaper than that. <laughs> two dollars <laughs> a beer in nineteen seventy four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that'd be outrageous. <laughs> Did they have a, some fiasco with the beer night or something there, or is that a different? Yeah, no, they were. Um, well. You're talking about when Liam got arrested? Yeah, yeah that, oh, was, that was that was last week. Was, I'm sorry, <laughs> my bad. So, uh, uh, some of the fans of the show have like tweeted at me, or no, they text me because it's it's my friend uh, Bob, and he was like, "You don't know what a Cheers fan is?" Like, yeah. and I was like, "No, man, I don't." Yes, I'm sorry, I do. So look. They had a ten cent beer night. Ten cent beer night. And so if you wow. listen to the podcast, uh, the Dollop, uh, which is a very funny two comedians talk about various. They have a, an amazing episode on ten cent beer night. Okay. No, this wasn't them. This was in Cleveland. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, but I am going to plug the Dollop episode on ten cent beer night because it is it's a baseball thing. And it's one of the funniest things I've heard. It's just like these people lost their minds because they didn't put a cap on. Mm, yeah. So people just throwing dimes and getting. In. Oh, it was great. So listen to that. But all right. Well, that's interesting. I'm going to watch that. I'll maybe try to watch that in the next week or so. The the doc. Yeah. The Portland Mavericks, man. They were, they were cool. And they, they can, the first game that they ever had was a no hitter. I mean, wow. that's a, you know, that quite the start, quite the start. Well, cool. And they competed against teams that were affiliated and that did have major league contracts, and they held their own. They did a lot of weird stuff. When they would sweep a team, they would bring <laughs> brooms and catch them on fire and <laughs> spin them around over the dugouts and stuff. Like, you, know, you, know. you know how the pickles have the chairs, the yeah. little chairs? They yeah. They had the crowd fire had brooms. little brooms that yeah. they would b- bring out. But usually they were on fire. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, good old Portland. Yeah. We're cool. This was definitely old Portland. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you, man. That was super informative and not that spooky. Not very spooky. But, but interesting. Thank you. Thanks, boss. Boots. Well, everyone, Jeremiah is laughing, which means it's the end of the episode. <laughs> oh, uh, so much fun. Thank you so much for checking us out. We are always looking for you guys to talk to us right in. Uh, you can find us at brinetime underscore pod at both Twitter and Instagram, brinetime.com, and brinetime503 at Gmail. want to thank X-Ray FM, our uh, incredible producer, Liam Flanagan. I'll tell you what, Bobby. I like him a lot. <laughs> Hank's here. All of a sudden, Hank Hill is here. I like baseball, uh, propane. Of course, Marimba Mike coming in with a hot intro and Dusty Fox with that sweet, sweet outro music. Portland Design Works, thank again to Eric Olson and all the people making yeah. his uh, super sick company. Sick. Where are our boys playing next, huh? So today you guys are listening it's to the All-Star break. on a Wednesday. So Tuesday, uh, the 17th was the All-Star game. And then Wednesday, today, starts a three-game road stretch against the Apple Sox. Boo, that's a terrible name. It's a terrible Worst name. name. Uh, so they'll be playing the Apple Sox uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, they come back, and they're playing, guess who? The Corvallis Knights. Cream Corn Corvallis Knights. Sunday, the 21st, Monday... Uh, Saturday. Sunday, Saturday the 21st, Sunday the 22nd, and Monday the 23rd. I know it's Saturday because we got a little date. We got a little date. What are we doing at uh in the afternoon on Saturday? The twenty first, we're taking batting practice. Coach BP. Matt is gonna throw BP to us. Yeah, and uh, gonna... we got to put something on this. If one of us makes a decent swing at something, yeah, it's not pickled eggs because I'm not touching. <laughs> no more pickled eggs. But yeah, we'll 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 find something out. And someone's uh, gonna have to streak at a game or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, we'll... yeah. Nothing embarrassing about my suit body. Guy. <laughs> And then when we come back next Wednesday, uh, our boys will be in the middle of a three-game series up in Bend. The Bend Elks, and which is down Elks. from here, but that's okay. I say up no matter where it is. Huh. Um, that's how positive you are. Everything's up <laughs> when Silverman's talking. And, uh, including yeah. Including his anxiety. Including my anxiety, panic attacks, and depression, folks. Yeah, so we uh, really want to thank you guys. We... It honestly is super fun to go out to these games, and uh, more and more people are recognize us and talking. Yeah, about we've how become a little bit of the part of the culture. There. Yeah, people they know who we, seems like yeah. you guys are enjoying the podcast, kind of, kind of getting to know the pickles like we have been this season. Yeah, so yeah, again, hit us up at any of those social media things, and keep listening, keep writing in, talk some smack, and uh, we will catch you guys next week on the flip side of a bat. One of the unwritten rules. R.I.P. Xander Clark. Rest in peace, Xander Clark. Go get him. Mash one for us. There'll be a twinkle in our eye as you hit a homer over the volcano in Salem. Pickles. Pickles. That's the way the pickles squirt. Yeah. Uh, Light the spark out at Lens Park. Cracking wooden bats, slapping, illuminating the dark. Popcorn, sunflower seeds, PDX and North Precious in the West Coast League. Yeah, Portland, never known to be fickle. Deep in Southeast, that's the home of the pickles. Brian Time, home of the pickles. Brian Time, Brian Time, that's the home of the pickles.